Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Outlaw Country Podcast. Today I'm joined with Zach from the Huser Brother Band. You bet, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So, first question I want to ask you was, um, is this this your first time in Nebraska or have you been a couple times? No, I've been here several times. I love it up here. It's uh, actually my girlfriend lives here in Nebraska. I come to visit quite a bit. Okay, and what, what do you think of Nebraska? You like it a lot? It's, it's a little different than Texas, that's yeah. for sure, but uh, it's, I like it here. The weather's a lot different. Yeah. Winter's a lot colder. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but uh, being from Texas, are you an A&M or Longhorns fan? I'm an A&M fan, for okay, sure. Okay, I respect that. I went to that. school at, at Blinn, which okay. is like a, a small community college for leading into A&M, and that's where I started uh, my college career, and it didn't last very long, but... Uh, it was a good time while yeah. it did last. <laughs> well, we're glad you're not a Longhorns fan. Yeah, for sure. I like Longhorns too. We just, I like all those Texas teams down there. Yeah. Um, so, first question I want to ask you was, uh, what what got you into country music, first of all? What got me into country music? Uh, a lot of things. Uh, family was, was one of the main influences, starting out young in, in church and stuff, singing and uh, stuff like that. And uh, coming across records that I, I adored, I fell in love with at a young age, and that was something that that really opened my eyes to to say I want to do this, you know. And uh, it was it was when we were me and my brother Josh, we started like real young, and when when we came across those young, those records like we did, um, it, it opened your eyes and was like, man, this is something that I'd love to do for a living one day, and, and we just kicked it off from there and went at it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so how old were you when you probably got your first like big big time gig and first paying how did that gig go? was uh it was in 2013 i was i think a sophomore in high school oh wow so we uh it was yeah i'm pretty sure it was sophomore josh was a senior and okay. uh, it was this little place called cantina texas a little mexican place and mm-hmm. the strip the strip mall deal and uh, i think it was just me and josh I was on full drum set, Josh on extra guitar. We just laid it down. First gig, no bass player, no really? no lead guitar player, nothing. Was it covers or did you guys have Yeah, nothing but covers. Okay, nothing but covers. Yeah. I think we probably did a three hour set and uh it was fun though, and then a bunch of bunch of kids from school, a bunch of friends and stuff came out and then eventually made it a, a normal thing, you know, mm-hmm. every once or twice a month on a Thursday or so and then everybody would they would just make it a habit of coming out and it was it was it was uh, fun. That sounds like a fun time. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, so who are some of your biggest influences, or even if they haven't influenced you, who are some of your favorite country singers of all time? Um, uh, have you ever heard of Muscadine Bloodline? Yeah, yeah. Muscadine Bloodline, they, uh, they influenced my writing a lot. Luke mm-hmm. Combs is a lot a lot of my influence yeah. as well. They've got that same style, that, that feel that I, I love, and mm-hmm. uh, just listening to their, their, their writing and stuff, it's a... Uh, very influenced into my writing as well. One thing I felt you like band, I felt you guys kind of mimicked. Uh, they're a smaller band. I don't know if you've heard of them. It's called Crawford and Power. They're uh, they they like uh, what you guys kind of do. They blend like a good modern sound, but also kind of traditional country sound. It's like cool, yeah. I think you guys do a, a good job of that. And it's nothing like offensive or anything like some of the really really right, poppy right. stuff I like hear on the radio. So that's kind of who I thought of when right, I heard yeah. you guys. So check them out. They're they're Crawford and Power. Yeah, they're cool. I'll have to look into them. Yeah, they're really heavy on the Dobro. One of their guys. Dobro. Plays we just yeah. uh, we got Dobro on one of our new songs, honey. Yeah, that, that was, was your that was, single uh, you guys released. That was right? the first track with Dobro on it, man, and then that Dobro adds so much. Mm, so I like much. that sound yeah. a lot. It's very cool. 
Um, so you guys start getting bigger and bigger, and you're sharing the stage with guys like uh, Co Wetzel, Parker McCollum, and Aaron yeah, Watson. Yeah, yeah, man, those shows are crazy. Yeah. That's uh, nothing like a headline show of our own. It's uh, we were out in Midland, Texas, one time with Co Wetzel, and uh, mm. played this venue, huge venue, seven thousand people sold out. It was crazy, and then of course the Parker, we played with him uh, in Terrell, Texas, at, at Silver Saloon, and uh, Parker, Parker and Co. and Aaron, they were all were straight down to earth guys all mm-hmm. real kind to us and had nothing but good things to say man and I'd I'd share the stage with them any day of the week for sure I bet that's very cool um it's 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 different man it's crazy it's uh it's it's eye opening for us and you know to be want to be at that point one day is to work your tail off to try to get to that point one day mm-hmm. well and I think that's like a lot of Texas guys like Aaron Watson he grinded for years right, and years right, before right. he got on the radio and stuff like that yeah, yeah. Cody Johnson just got that Nashville yeah and he kind of did went in together with him or something I'm not too sure about what happened with it he uh, kind of owns part of it or something from my understanding mm-hmm. and uh, yeah those, those guys a lot of them you, you don't hear about them until they really hit it off mm-hmm. well and, and it's those years before time that you grind and grind and yeah. grind being totally independent booking your own shows mm-hmm managing yourself it's it's tough but if it's it's i feel like it's going to be all worth it you know in the long run you know? oh definitely yeah those are the guys you pull for those oh, guys yeah. that have been grinding and stuff Absolutely. like that so i mean, i always say the best music is the music you have to search for no doubt so yeah. there, there's there's some good stuff on the radio but my favorite stuff is stuff most people haven't haven't heard exactly, of exactly yeah then, and you can find some good stuff down deep you know that you just got to search for like you said and, like, uh, I, I was listening to luke combs when he had his can i get an outlaw EP yeah out. that's luke all it was man he was uh i, I found him before uh, hurricane came out yeah then hurricane came out and he blew up crazy big and nothing but number ones after that but yeah. it's crazy how that works man once you once you finally get when somebody discovers you and then it just spreads like wildfire I think. Yeah. okay so your um new album this heart of mine came out this year and i was just wondering what kind of prompt you guys to release honey as as the single for that so uh, actually, we started uh, with Tired of Running. We we dropped Tired of Running, I think, back in December, okay. which was the first single off of that the EP, and uh, it did it did well. And then we, uh, Honey, just stuck out to us that that we wanted to push it itself because it was it was something totally different from most of the, the rest of the record, and. Uh, like I said, man, that was the first track we put Dobro on. And, yeah, I like that sound a lot. And uh, it was uh, one that stuck out to us that we uh, wanted to push. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why we sent Honey out. And uh, it's, it's done well. Uh, Tired of Running, was, like I said, was the first thing we put out on it. And Tired of Running's been doing real well. But uh, this heart of mine, it's been a, it's been a fun EP to record and, and to write. Uh, I wrote all the songs on it. Okay, yeah, I was gonna ask you that. I know yeah. you've been writing a lot of the songs for the for the band. Yeah, I write. I write every song. Every song we've put out, I've wrote. I I want to get into co-writing with other guys. I just haven't yet. Just mm-hmm. it's uh something I've I've been wanting to do bad, but I just haven't yet. Okay. And, uh, I've still I've just still still been sitting in my bedroom writing songs yeah. on the guitar. You know, I barely know enough chords to write songs, mm-hmm. but I make it work. So is that where you do most of your writing? Is just sitting at home? Yeah, or uh. I tell you what, I still got a day job and I, I ride on a lawnmower all the time. Oh, man. yeah. That, something about being on that lawnmower, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, gets, gets you thinking. Yeah. So, 
that's that's a that's another spot I do a lot of write writing. I'll get a, a melody in my head while I'm on the mower, and then I'll I'll stop, turn the mower off, pull out my note mm-hmm. on normal phone, and start writing. Yeah, it's crazy. Sometimes you'll be driving down the road and something will hit you, you know, and then you you pull over and you start writing a song. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy when you but when you got that that melody or that line in your head, you got to take mm-hmm. advantage, write it down because. You know that could be what that could be your next hit. You yeah, know? definitely. And you, and you got to take advantage of it right then. Well, I know uh, "Missing You" made it to number twelve on the Texas. Yeah, music. top twelve. That was cool. I don't know how, how or why it did, but uh, made it top twelve on the Spotify chart for Texas country music. And uh, that's got to be special. Yeah, yeah. That, that song is always going to be special to us. It's uh, it's it's done well. It it, it really did well. And. and uh, Top twelve on the chart. That was that was pretty cool. Alongside names is Parker and Co. and Cody Johnson, Whiskey Myers. Yeah, well, being up there we're with those guys, guys. Being up there with those guys. That's that's crazy. Well, uh, so you, you wrote that song, correct? Missing you. Yeah, I did. Are there any songs you guys released that you haven't wrote, or you, you write all? No, of them, right? not yet. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, if it's something that that I connect well with, and that somebody else is going to connect well with, I'm not opposed to, to recording somebody else's song, you know. Okay, yeah. And uh, like I said, I want to co-write with a lot of guys, you mm-hmm. know, because putting two brains together is better than one, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh huh. And so we, I just haven't got to it, man. I want to do it bad. I just got to sit down and figure out who I want to songwrite with. And there's a lot of guys that take a scene that that would be totally. Totally down to do it. Do you have any ideas of who you want to co-write with? Like any names? Oh man, uh, like I said, Muscadine Bloodline. They're they're some of the most down to earth guys, and yeah. their talent is unbelievable, mm-hmm. unbelievable talent. And uh, they would be one of my top guys that I'd like to sit down and co-write with. I'd be the little guy in the room, and I wouldn't know <laughs> what the hell I was doing, but I would. Be a good experience, oh, definitely. Yeah, and those, sure. I like uh, probably my favorite song by them is WD40. Yeah, that's a good one. WD40. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Um, so have you have you ever pitched any songs to any other artists? Haven't done much pitching either. Uh, we're still so young and uh, trying to develop our name ourselves. So if I have a song that's that's even quite good, mm-hmm. I say uh, we try to get it recorded and put it out. You know, as soon as we can, because. Uh, there's no, I don't think there's a time time limit or anything, a timeline for any of this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you you come across a song that you wrote and say, hey, let's put it out. You know, yeah. Um, there's some guys that, that that follow a timeline, say, hey, you know, I need to put out a song this month. I need to wait two or three months, put yeah. out another song. We don't really follow a, a timeline or anything like that. We just just kind of roll with it, and yeah, when we got some more material to put out, we do it. I think that's good not to have that deadline because then you're rushing stuff right. and the music isn't. It's like yeah, I feel like you don't spend as much time as you do, whereas you just sit back and say, "Hey, I write this song, I'm gonna put all mm-hmm. into it." Whereas you're following that timeline, I have to boom, boom, boom. I gotta write this many songs, this many songs. I need to have it all sent out by this date. But at the same time, it's not a bad idea because you you know you're staying on track, staying relevant. yeah, staying relevant, yeah, yeah, staying relevant. But like Church took him three years to get his newest album out and. I thought that was a great album, and it, it, like you could you could definitely see and hear in a record when it mm-hmm. took time. You know, when they sat down and took their time on a record, whereas somebody is you know rushed it out trying to get it out quick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the quality's not going to be as well as good, but sometimes you you'll see in the songwriting, you know, it'll be a little carefree almost. Okay, but uh, 
like I said, I'm not opposed to that either. Man, we're 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 not opposed to anything in the music scene right now, man. Mm-hmm. Whatever works, we're gonna try, you know. Yeah. Well, since you obviously you guys released music this year, uh, is there any? Are you guys gonna release anything down the road, like sooner? Like, is there any plans or any? Are you uh, working we it right now? Uh, we're actually talking about getting back in the studio right now. I've got several songs that I'd like to record and put out mm-hmm. as soon as we can. Uh, this heart of mine, we're trying to let it ride out for a little while. Yeah, it's, uh, it's doing well still, and I uh, hope it continues to do well. But uh, like I said, we still gotta get keep writing and put music out, stay relevant and stuff. So uh, we we're gonna try to get back in the studio as fast as we can okay well yeah we'll be looking forward to it i'll be tweeting about it when Absolutely, i see that out so yeah. get you guys a little exposure Appreciate um well one thing i wanted to ask you is i'm really big into i collect a ton of like country vinyls and stuff vinyls. like that yeah are you you do anything like that man uh, i don't i don't have a vinyl player a record player and i don't really collect any vinyls but uh i know several people that do do that as well uh i've had several people ask us to to uh have some vinyls at the merch booth. That would be awesome. I was looking at your guys' uh, store. Yeah, our store online, man. We need to get that all updated and stuff. But uh, vinyls, they're uh, they're a cool deal, and it's it makes you some money. They're very expensive, but yeah. Even like a little forty-five of yeah, honey or something 45. like that would I know, be cool. See, That'd be very would cool. Be cool. Yeah. Honey would be perfect for a for a little vinyl record. My first one was uh, I got Cash Live at San Quentin Prison. Oh, was my yes. first vinyl I ever got, so yeah, I, mean, I was, was hooked after that. There. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's one of my biggest things. I'm I'm into. I just got a new record player for my birthday, so cool. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy that. Um, and then one thing, since you guys are an independent. Uh, band do you do you hang your hat on kind of being an independent band or would you want to later down the road if presented with the opportunity uh sign with a record label or and kind of follow their path or would you kind of be like cody johnson and sign with a record label and say only if i can make my music that i want to still right 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 so um being independent is very cool very very Mm -hmm. cool you get to do whatever you want whenever you want to do it yeah um Although it's tough, it's it's very tough not having a booking agent, uh, having a management behind you, stuff like that. Yeah, we are totally independent. No booking agent. I still book all of our shows, mm-hmm. and uh, I still manage just TM whatever. We, uh, having a booking agent helps. I'm not I'm not very mindful on a record label. Not sure about all what what all they do for you and stuff. Yeah, I mean I'm sure it can only help you. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, I'm not opposed at all to be signed to a record label one day. That would uh, that would be cool. Yeah, that would that would be great. I just I, I love the guys, the music you guys are putting out now. So I think if they were smart, the record label they wouldn't really yeah, t- touch yeah, yeah. much. So uh, they try to they try most from what I hear, most of them you know they try to make you they try to mold you into what they want you mm-hmm. know and uh, what's popular. Yeah, and they try to mold you into that same time you know i'd like to do my own thing you yeah. know so it's so you you got to give to give you know it's, yeah. it's 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 one of those things where you got to pull to take what what, what you're gonna get from it definitely and so uh yeah i'm not opposed to that at all well and kind of about record labels uh if you were, i i kind of seen the tide shifting a little bit on on country radio uh more texas guys are getting played definitely around here do you think Maybe in a few years, the Texas scene nationally would be just as big as the Nashville Nashville scene. Do you see that 
tied. Man, Texas has its own little deal going, and it's. I see a lot of those Nashville uh, agencies looking. They pick up Texas guys all the mm-hmm. time, just because Texas, man, it's its own breed. It's it's yeah. crazy. We've got our own music scene. That there's so much talent there, mm-hmm. so much talent in Texas that will do well everywhere, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's a uh, Texas is is crazy, man. But uh, do you do you guys uh, you you mainly just tour around like Oklahoma, Texas area? Texas, Oklahoma, time to time. Uh, mainly just Texas. You know, Texas is so big. You yeah, know, you, can, you travel six six hours out west, and mm-hmm. you're still in Texas. Yeah. You, you know, north and south, we'll travel like eight hours down to South Padre Island, south uh, by the beach, and you know you're still in Texas. It's crazy. You come here to Nebraska. What what is what is north? Maybe. There's Four hours and you're yeah. in the next state. Two yeah. hours, three hours. So yeah, uh, well, when touring Texas, have you played at any like uh, the Broken Spoke or Billy Broken Bob's Spoke. or anything like, or Luke and Bach or anything like that? Have Man, you- we've never played at any of those yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are definitely bucket list, uh, bucket list venues that we'd like to play one day. Mm-hmm. But we've we've actually we've played some venues, well-known venues that that I would have never thought at, at where we're at right now that we'd be playing them. But uh, we're we're definitely blessed to have played what we have. Yeah. Not being on a booking agency or nothing. Have you seen that uh, little documentary they have on Amazon Music about the Broken Spoke? No, I haven't. Oh, it's it's really cool. They have the lead singer from Mike and the Moon Pies in it and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So it's very cool. That's how I like first came across it, and it really? looks like a really cool place. Yeah, I've, I've a. I don't know too much more about the Broken Spoke. I've been to Luchenbach. I've I've been been there and uh that place looks very very cool. Yeah, it's a cool spot. Uh, never just got the chance to play there. I've been to Billy Bob's. Been backstage at Billy Bob's. It's crazy to see all the names on the walls and stuff. And the handprints they got. Yeah, there. the handprints yeah. sold out shows. Those are that's cool. But uh, man, yeah, those are definitely bucket list venues that we'd yeah. like to play one day. Yeah. Well, that that would be very cool. I've um. Another thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, like, what's some one of the biggest challenges you've had in your music career so far up to this point? Uh, biggest challenge, just uh, man, doing music for a living is tough. It's really tough. It's a uh, everybody and their mom wants to do music for them. Yeah, it seems like everyone. It's you're like kind of like the rock star. Everyone wants to. Yeah, everybody wants to do it. So it, I wouldn't say it makes it tough. It's just there's a. Uh, there's, I mean, it's not the fact that everybody wants to do it. It's just the like he's kind of saturated with so many people in, in there. Is that what you're trying to say? Like, there's a ton of bands and singers, or I mean, that's not a that's not a bad thing. Is yeah, is what I'm saying though. Uh, just hard to be the one that sticks out or something. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So if you're not doing this right, this right, this right, this right, or you know, trying to stay relevant on social media is posting the right content. Mm-hmm. All that it's it's so hard to get caught in the just the the downfall of all the other guys trying to do it. You know, and then so you gotta you gotta work your tail off to just stay relevant most of the time these days. And that's probably the hardest thing is just keep and keep and keep and keep and going and make sure you're staying up on everything, everything, and staying relevant. You know. Yeah. That's that's one of the hardest things. So we we've never had a whole lot of followers on uh, social media. So that's been a, a big downfall for us as well. Whereas 
some of our really good brands and stuff they you know they have 10,000 followers yeah. and stuff their reach is crazy mm -hmm. you know and uh, that's one thing we've got to work on is building our social media accounts up and, yeah uh, I think that also comes with time and playing with other big acts and, and just putting your name in front of a lot of guys you yeah. know like and touring helps with that so much because right. I, like, I went to go see Coulter Wall this year and uh, Wall, cool. yeah he's one of my favorite and yeah. Vincent Neil Emerson was the opener. I've never heard of that guy before. I've, I've heard the name. Yeah, he's he's out of Texas. Okay, he, cool. He had his first album come out, I think, last year, and he he's probably one of my favorite artists right now. I really? Just, I think getting in front of those people and that helps. So just yeah, it's, it it helps you get discovered to you know that big names following. You know, playing mm -hmm. in front of them, they're there to see the headliner, and you know that's the opener plays, and they you know they're like, oh, I've never heard these guys, yeah. and then they check you out. That helps a lot, you know. You you gain the followers of the headline match. That's basically the, the the main gig of the support, you know. Yeah. Trying to spread your name to the the bigger headline name. Definitely. Following. Well, and then it's been a weird time lately, so I was just wondering with everything going on with coronavirus and stuff. Have you guys done any virtual concerts or anything or drive-in? Yeah. Things? Uh, well, uh, we did the the live stuff. We tried out the live uh, the live Facebook. Uh, streams we did one of those me and my brother did uh we did one in the kitchen of our house a few few months back it went well and then time to time we hopped in on instagram lives and did yeah. those and we actually just did one at this at a venue they set up all the professional cameras and lights and stuff and that was cool uh it was just weird man you're, you're playing to a camera and not a crowd yeah. so it's when you get done playing you don't hear the screaming and the cheering mm -hmm. and stuff yeah. it's you're like, man, I hope y'all are enjoying it at home, you know? Yeah. But it was definitely weird, but but it was cool. It was it was a new it was a new step in the music industry with the, with all the technology and mm -hmm. new stuff going on now and just with the certain times that was going on right now. The world's crazy. It's uh it's gone country. Alright guys, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but uh I guess my last question for you is uh or my last two questions is if you could collaborate with one other artist, like who who would you pick out of all the ones in Texas? Or I guess not in Texas, just anywhere. In Texas I'll change this up. So in Texas I would do I would probably do Parker. Parker's uh, yeah. he's a he's a cool dude. He's a he's a great songwriter, he's uh very talented. If we could do if we could collaborate with Parker, that would be cool. Outside of Texas it would be Muscadine Bloodline. Okay. Because those guys uh Town is unreal, unreal. No, uh, we've actually we've got to play with Muscadine as well uh, in a uh, at Backyard in Waco. That was a cool show. They played uh they played Billy Bob's I think the night before or the night oh, wow. after. And uh, yeah, man, Waco is such a weird weird town. It's uh for music. You can have a household name come in there, and there'd be a hundred people, mm -hmm. you know. And then sometimes you can have household name come in there and you know it's sold out it's just a hit or miss town i think with music okay but yeah those two guys would definitely be or muscadine and parker one of the tops i, I mean hell if i if i can collab with or collab with uh luke combs oh that's yeah a dream. yeah that's a dream you know <laughs> of course but uh realistically parker muscadine mm -hmm. would be Cool. Are you buddies with Muscadine? Like, do you know them personally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie and Gary, those are good, good friends of ours. Uh, like I said, we when we played with them the first time, we just kind of hit it off well. Mm -hmm. They are. 
crazy talented dudes. Crazy. Would it be tough to like shoot them a text or something? Be like, could we set up a you guys open for them or something like that? Or a little man, uh, no, it wouldn't be too hard. Uh, then just, you guys could be writing backstage together, and maybe right. something like that could definitely definitely happen. Yeah, uh, it's just with them being on a, a book agency and stuff. They usually. Oh try to assign their openers and stuff mm-hmm. I could maybe reach out to them and say hey hey guys would love to do some shows with y'all again uh, it's, been, it's been too long and maybe they could say put into their their agent say hey let's let's get the Hughes brothers on yeah on some shows and then we could try to do that that'd be very cool yeah absolutely and then last thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, if you're ever trying to do a show in Nebraska there's this bar out in Venice Nebraska it's called Bucks They've had a bunch of guys come through, from, especially out of Texas team. We've had Curtis Grimes, Randall King, Mike and the Moon Pies, Cody Jinx, uh, Sonny Sweeney, just a bunch of Texas. Yeah, yeah, cool. They, they've came in and... I feel like I've heard of that place before, some way, somehow. Uh, Bucks, Bucks Bar. Ward, Ward Davis, he's got a unreleased song about Bucks. Uh, okay. So you can check that out. It's... It, it, Kind of like a little famous bar we have in Nebraska just for hardcore country music fans that kind of know about it. So if you're ever looking to do a show in Nebraska when you're in town, just... Yeah, man. Uh, we may be a, a year or two down the road before we're playing in Nebraska, but yeah. definitely we'll have to check into that. Yeah, it's very cool. It'll, it will it helps a lot of artists out, like uh, not from Texas, but like Whitey Morgan's played there. Whitey Morgan, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of guys. So uh, just check that uh, check that place out if you're ever looking to play in Nebraska, but... For sure. Other than yeah, that. Yeah, man, uh, Huser Brothers, check us out. Uh, it takes a whole village to get your name out there. And uh, yeah. it, everybody, just, if you if you like it, share it, spread it around. Yeah, check out their, their new EP. Uh, just came out this year. But other than that, I really appreciate you guys Absolutely. You joining thanks me. Having, yeah. Thanks for having me today. I've, I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. The Outsiders.